Okay, uh, good evening, good day, good whenever it is for you listening with your ears. It's the Spartans in Pajamas podcast, episode number 24. Uh, it's me, Loz, as usual. We have Dolph, as usual, and we have Dave. Hello. Special guest. Yes, special guest Dave. He's back. Special. <laughs> so, so how's everyone been? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of grinding on Elite Dangerous, but we'll get to that in a bit. I might mention yep. it more, but <sighs> that is a thing. For keeping one ship, in order. for one ship, it's a thing. Yes, they've been keeping me in order on PUBG. Mm. The bot mm. also has a new uh, um, a phrase. If you put exclamation mark Dave in, he'll go Dave's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all because of Dave here. Trademark <laughs> of the Dave Corporation. Yes. So where's da- Dave? And then you'll say Dave go. Dave's dead. <laughs> so it had to go the box. You you've officially got your own little chat thing. Rather than a quote, you've got your own chat thing, which I think is a little bit more important than a quote. Quote means yeah. you've made some an impression on my feeble little mind that's funny, but a, a bot link that you can activate at any time. <laughs> that is um showing you that you you've achieved a level of meme worthiness that is worthy of the bot. So yeah, well done for that one, Dave. So as well of your self-sentience. <laughs> right. Well, as, as, as well as many things, I suppose, I now own a TV channel, a charity, <laughs> and uh, my own boss, so I'm doing pretty well, I see here. I, I have no problem with that. Well, you own two TV channels, don't you? You also own Dave Javu. Oh, God. Oh, oh yes, and Dave Plus One. There, there's, not, there's three TV channels. Yeah. Oh. Right, okay, first item on the itinerary. Uh, the Bastard Birthday Confetti. That one's a you, Dolph. That is definitely Yeah, it is. I hate this fucking stuff. <laughs> being, a, being a barman, you know, you get these parties now and then. People always mean this, like, this well, plastic Can we decorate the pub? Balloons are fine. You know, banners are fine. A tiny little plastic-coated fucking shiny confetti thing that sticks the tables and is wet is not fine. No. Because it's, a, it's the basic off the tables. It's a basic thing off the floor. And I don't know how, but sometimes it gets in glasses now and then. It goes through the wash and they're still in the sopping glasses. Or actually on the bottom of the glasses. And then you find it behind the bar in numerous amounts all over the place. It's just... Oh, why? Confetti with everything. Paper, yeah. papers, paper, was, paper would be fine. Like little paper confetti you get for like um, weddings and shit. But... Yeah, it turns to mush, so it, just, it yeah. gets... Yeah. Disintegrates, yeah. But plastic this plastic stuff this, is like... just... They're like Spider-Man of the fucking confetti world. They stick to anything. Yeah. It's just... Uh... <laughs> uh, we don't usually start with a fucking rant, do we? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was you as a rant as well. That's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> usually it's me that's like, fuck this, I'm fucked off about this, this, and this. And it's just like, no, I'm, I'm okay this week. I, I don't really have to rant. Well, I do have to rant. Before we get into the proper, proper meat and potatoes of the whole podcast. Yeah. Fucking kids. They're just their we don't give a shit attitude. They nearly got two of them run over the other day. Um, so I'm riding on the cycle path, going from my house, which is there's like a technology park on the way down to my works, and I have to, I use that path all the time. And there's four kids across this bike path, and it is a bike path and a pedestrian walkway, so we both have rights of way. And usually, when you ring your bell, people move out of the way for you because that's the etiquette and that's what you should do. Ring no. my bell. You'd they think. all look round 
these four kids, two girls, two boys, and then turn back around and carry on walking four abreast. And I'm, what, 20 metres away at this point? And I'm like, fuck these kids. Fuck them hard. Fucking accelerated. Pedals like I got faster. I just went, move or you're getting run over. And they skittled like fucking bricks. But I went for the two boys. And then they go, whoa, whoa, whoa at me. And I'm like, I rang my bell, which means get out of the way. And one of them told me to fuck off. The other one went, I'm deaf. <laughs> so I gave them the... <laughs> I flipped them the bird and carried on. Because I, I could have just stopped and had a right massive go at them. But I just thought, nah, fuck them. Maybe next time they hear a bell, they might instinctively flinch out the way. Oh, God, no. No. But I fucking... I honestly, I went full bore at these kids. I'm like, I don't care if I come off the bike. I'm taking one of these little pricks out if they don't move. <laughs> That, that's my one. That's your, that's your rant as well. That's my rant, my one. Dave, do you have a rant today that you want to get yeah, out? No, or are we no, saving no. it for make later? It, make it a trifecta. Come on, you've got something to run around probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. do, you want, do you want to get your rant out early um, or do you want to save it for what? your part? Oh, I'm going to save it. That, that was my rant. <laughs> that, that, that was my pure 13 hours of hell. Oh, we'll get into that one later then. But all right, so the next one. Nike came out with some smart sneakers. I think they're like self-lacing or something daft like that. Yeah, they're broken. <laughs> they're having to release a patch. <laughs> you could have to plug your sneakers into a computer oh. to update them because they won't fucking work right. <laughs> oh, and also, speaking of not working right, my fucking voice connection just dropped a fuck. <sighs> so, if you guys are talking, you're probably going to be robot Oh wow! Have seen that Discord is having problems. Uh, I have an outbound packet loss rate of a hundred percent. Although Dave, you came through all right. Dolph's not so much. Dolph was full on robot. But my ping is still really slow and small and steady. So, uh, but yeah. So what I'll do is I carry on. Hopefully, it'll reconnect. If not, I'll disconnect the voice chat for myself and rejoin in a second. See if that fixes it. But, um, yeah, the fact that they're having to redo, um, you just got having problems in. Oh, there you go. Yeah, sounds better. That's a lot better. That's interesting. Let me grab Dave back. Hi, Dave. Welcome back. Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I think so. But, um, there we go. Occasionally, does it where it just takes a shit for no reason? Uh, I thought like, like you guys all went robotic on me. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> everyone went robotic on me, apart from you, Dave. You were you were fine actually, which was like, I, I odd. know. I I have this perfect zero. I have this perfect perfect six millisecond connection. See, I have a, uh, a twelve to nine millisecond ping, but I had a hundred percent packet, Ross. Ross? Oh no, zero. It was full zero. Yeah, mine was a hundred percent packet loss for a second. It was like. I don't, know, I don't know what mine is, unfortunately, so I can't see it from the mobile version. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah at least to... we're not the only one on Xbox. <laughs> so, yeah, they've had to uh, basically do a patch update through the internet. And, like, you plug your sneakers into the computer, from what I can tell, to fix these smart sneakers they've got. Update the firmware. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they're saying. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like the lights and the... Because I think it sounds like lights and it has like, self-lacing sneakers and stuff, and they like, something's fucked about them when they release them. And these are, like, 200 quid's worth of sneaker as well. Self-lacing? 
I think so. They're like the Back to the Future ones. Uh, it's been a while since I looked up this thing. I just thought it was funny. I actually didn't save the web page with it on. Unless it's back in the... I'm, I'm like frantically scrolling backwards now to see if I can find... See if they are... So we're already, we're already at the age of self-lacing shoes. What's next? Um, self-zipping coats. Don't put it past one of those. Yeah, I'm going to say, there's probably... Oh, here we are. Here we go. If that's going to be the case, I think the whole entire species of human race is doomed. Uh, the $350 Adept BBs went on sale a couple of weekends ago. Uh, reported that the sneakers failed to pair after doing an update to the companion apps. So that means the sneakers can't be tightened or worn properly. Why can't you just use your hands? Or they one of these weird shoes that have like, actually proper laces you can tie? Uh, yeah, there's no laces on them from the the like the, the screenshot I've seen of them. So they basically just time themselves. Uh, for the time being, sometimes the shoes can be fixed with a hard reset. Which to <laughs> <What? laughs> turn on off again. Brilliant. I'm assuming these have a battery that has to be has to, has to be charged. <laughs> Fuck if or I know. Or they, or, they, or they fucking solar powered or they bloody charged by um. There is not much kinetic. In the way of actual specs on it, uh, but you can't. T- you have to have your app on to fucking do your shoes up in the morning. How bad is that? You have to have an app to do your shoes up. <laughs> oh god, it's like just get Velcro shoes if you're that fucking bad at it. Of all the technology we have access to, we've designed self fucking tying trainers. I, I mean, that have to be activated with your fucking phones. To tell you what, I liked the most the Back to the Future ones because they worked because they were mechanical, and you just pressed a button and released the button when they were tight enough. Oh my god, the future is here! Now it's like, yeah, but we need to connect to iOS and give it extra things. <laughs> but of course, we got it wrong, so it doesn't fucking work right. <laughs> I love it. I can't help but see it's going to kind of go the way of like maximum overdrive from the. 70s, 80s, that really cheesy um, uh, horror film where the body, all the machines can gain sentience. Someone's probably going to hack these shoes, some sort of malware, and it's going to squeeze your feet until they turn purple. Deep frame of the throne roast has got nothing on these. <laughs> fucking squeeze your foot out here. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. But that, okay. that tickled me. As this I next suppose, one is. I suppose, I suppose, I suppose the next question is going to be is like, are they secure? <laughs> but are they waterproof? I mean, that's just, a, like, that just, just imagine walking, and all of a sudden, you, 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 you walk out shoes just lace themselves. Yeah. That was the problem they were having. They couldn't do their shoes up, so it's like I've spent three hundred and fifty dollars on these fucking shoes. I can't take them anywhere because I can't put them on and leave them on and uh, walk and out of them. That, just think that when they fix that problem, though, that some guy, in a, some guy in a lap, some guy with a lap in a park could undo your shoes. Wirelessly, <laughs> the latest terrorist, the un- the shundoer, <laughs> all the wealthy rich people who have these self lacing shoes tonight have been terrorized by the shundoer. Ah, the inconvenience. Anywhere within a Wi-Fi range, you are at risk of having your shoes undone. It's like tying people's shoelaces together when you were a kid. 
<laughs> but they are just doing them. But now you can, now you can do it wirelessly. Oh. <laughs> you can just imagine like some hard hat hacker just sat there going, ha ha all your shoes will be undone. Oh, <laughs> no, it, it, it'll be, you know, it'll be, it'll be, crash on the M25 was caused by a self-lacing shoe unlacing. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. So, like, shoe bombers and people wearing, like, bombs in their underwear and that. Yeah, no, the domestic terrorism is caused by fucking malfunctioning shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, yeah, the next one we've got, I found this out the other day. It is real because I thought it was a joke and I got my best mate to look it up. I said, unless there's a video of this happening, I don't believe it's real. But there's a craze going around where people are throwing cheese slices at babies' faces. What? It's, it's real. I've seen a video of it. It is as stupid as it sounds, but apparently it's the newest thing, like eating Tide Pods and, you know, planking in stupid places. Or putting um, a slice of bread around dogs' faces or cats' faces, kind of thing. Breading cats and dogs, yeah. It's, this is like the newest craze. We're going to make our kid look like a fucking idiot by throwing a, che- a fucking derily single at him. It's worse of a derily single, to be fair. <laughs> or a laughing cow. If you're wondering what those are, America, those like craft singles. If we're gonna get into the uh, the cheese, the artificial cheese that's meant to be. Yeah, really also, you also get you also get them in little triangular portions as well. Oh god, I just really choked on my tea. I just, I just thought well, that'd be funny if you threw that at him because it's slightly <laughs> mushy, so you just like stick to him like fucking Rimmer's H on a hologram, but it's just a triangle <laughs> on the middle of the fucking head, slightly <laughs> off-centered. <laughs> now that's a meme I want to see. <laughs> it's just, I don't condone it, but it would be fucking funny. Oh, or just God. take, or just getting, or just getting them dairyly spread in front of them. Well, no, that's mean. Because I mean, with with the dairyly singles and the triangles, at least it's easy to clean up. If you throw the mushy cheese at them, you're just making yourself a bigger mess. Maybe it's make messes. It's fine. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. You t- when you when you have a baby and they are making a mess, what do you need less of? A mess. You want to contain that mess. That's true. <laughs> so, and take it from me. You know, I, I've been through all that. That's why the beast throwing the top of them as well. <laughs> oh, but no, that that that's funny. There will be someone who goes too far and just throws like a fucking cheese wheel at a kid, and it's like crazy is done. Someone nearly killed their kid with a fucking. Four pounds cheese. damn cheese wheel. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, stupid fucking things that people do on the internet. Throw cheese for, slices at the kids. For internet points to try and start really trends, don't they? Uh, dumbasses. But yeah, this is the thing. It was such a second-hand thing that I couldn't tell you where the original video came from. Couldn't even tell you if that was the original video I saw. But it wasn't funny. I didn't find it funny. I'm just like, you're just throwing cheese at a kid. Hmm. If he found it funny himself, the kid like laughed afterwards. That'd be funny, but the kid just was like, uh-huh. "What the fuck are you doing?" It was, like, it was like a proper baby as well, so it like hit him in the face, and the kid just looked like his dad, or because it was, it has to be a, a dad. Let's face it, there's not going to be a fucking mum throwing cheese singles at the kids. Oh, is there? <laughs> that doesn't happen. Even the most broest of girls. Don't fucking throw and do stupid shit like we can do. We are hold my beer 
we're going to do something dumber. <laughs> like, that's men in general. A woman can go, I'm going to do something stupid. And then we're just like, come on, please. We've been doing it for fucking centuries. So, but yeah, the, the, kid, the little kid baby was just, just looks at his dad as if to say, what the fuck are you doing? Why did you throw this at me? Why is this stuck to my face? And it's, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's another fucking daft craze that'll be gone in a month. Mm. Speaking of uh, things that might be gone in a month, but um, I, I have to say, this is like a, a nice update for me. The Sonic movie, the one with the abortion intro, like, showing of Sonic in the silhouette where everyone was looking at this swole fucking man-thing hedgehog. They finally had a leak of the Sonic that looks what he looks like. And to be honest, it look, could look worse. It could look a fucking lot worse than the nightmare fuel some people have put online with that black and white render with the but just the, the the silhouette of him. The eyes are a bit weird. The fact that it's still fur, not quills, pisses me off still. The uh, fact that his hands are fur and not actual gloves. Yeah, that That's one's weird as well. Uh, he's gone with the Sonic Boom style thing where his arms aren't the same colour as his uh, patch in the middle. It's blue. But I can forgive that. But it, it could have been a lot worse. It looks like Sonic. It's not the best Sonic they'll ever make. And to be fair, I still don't understand why they didn't go with the, the fucking video game version of Sonic. But I mean, uh, I, I do I do find a spoof of a picture of um so there's a there's a guy with a, with a blue wig running on the beach with um wearing a, a, a USA pair of speedos and to his above him to his right is a is a fox with like looks like like he's on speed <laughs> hovering in front of him. Fucking odd. But, yeah, it's got me from going like, what the fuck is this is going to be the next Mario Brothers film? To this is probably going to still do bad, but they've kind of redeemed themselves by not making it this nightmare fuel, beady black eyed thing that one of the renders speculated these eyes are going to look like. They give him like realistic beady black fucking hedgehog eyes. And that one was the scariest fucking thing ever. But they've they've kind of given him the the cartoon blue eyes, and he actually kind of looks right. And the side and the side mouth kind of thing. And the that side mouth, sense. which yeah, which also makes sense because he always talks out of one side of his mouth. He, ne- did, I think they did do a, a one where he talked out the front of his mouth, but it's weird. It didn't. It didn't look right. No, the the fact that they divided his eyes into two rather than having like the the white bit in the middle. Uh, mm. It's kind of odd. Although I think his fur is like slightly white on that render that I've seen of it. So yeah, it's slightly white, but it's uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like in action. It still could be nightmare fuel. It still could be the worst thing ever. But for now, it's not too bad. No. Uh, All right. Okay. I think this next one's yours as well. So, yeah, uh, well, the next two are mine. So, Reggie fils the head of Nintendo of America, uh, retired recently. He's done, like, 15 years' worth of service. He's my body's ready guy. He's the meme guy. Where that came from? He mm-hmm. probably single-handedly made Nintendo, like, popular in America. 
with all what he did, and he's gone. He's decided he's going to retire, which, to be fair, he's got every right to. He's had a long and fucking prosperous career. Uh, we don't talk about the Wii U. I don't think anyone talks about the Wii U anymore. But uh, he helped get the Switch out there and stuff, and he helped market for everything from like the, the Game Boy Color all the way through to um, the Switch. So he's done a really good job with it. And the new Nintendo guy, the American president of America, uh, he's called Bowser. So Bowser's now what? running Nintendo of America. And I, I don't know if they're going to run with that. I think if Bowser, the guy, was was any kind of lad, he would definitely, definitely run with that and have uh, it go and like, yeah, I'm no bad guy, but I will make a, a fuss if things don't go right and stuff like that. You know, just properly live up to the name and just be a, not a dickhead, but, you know, just make it, so he he understands that there's a joke there, and that he's mm. willing to embrace it. But he's not been in any Nintendo Directs yet. He's not had, as far as I know, any formal um, introduction with the world in general. We just know about it through Reggie leaving, and this was the guy that Reggie appointed, as far as I'm aware. Mm. So that is um, something I, I want to see how his personality fits. I hope he isn't like a stiff boardroom type. And he's got the fun aspect that Reggie had because Reggie was fun. Reggie did a lot of fucking daft things. Um, we also live in an age where you know you need to have a sense of humour yeah. to get through. If you're uptight and you know, well, I mean, America has a, a non fun. Then it's you know, it's yeah. I think America in general they have a really good sense of humour because they elected fucking Donald Trump, didn't they? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Um, I hope he has the same kind of spark that Reggie has. Otherwise, it could be detrimental going forward. Also, speaking of detrimental, the YouTube adpocalypse uh, may still be ongoing and people might have figured out how to work it. But there's a new new demonetization king in town. And that's uh, inappropriate comments in your comments section. It has the um, YouTube algorithm scans videos for content or whatever, and I'll do it on comments if they deem if the comment filter deem, if the filter on the uh, algorithm deems the comments to be hateful, racist, toxic, toxic anything like that. It'll demonetize your video. So yeah, you could bring out the nicest video ever, but someone could call you a fucking waste of space. Start hate war the comment, and, and then your money, you your lose... video gets demonetized. Yeah, you lose. Because of some twat in your thing, um, I mean, yeah, well, they've you, got to, they've got to kind of police I that. Can't, I can't understand why they do it, but if you if you're one of the lucky channels that has a million upwards um, subscribers, it's very hard to keep track of all of those comments. Yeah, and they they literally their only choices are. They buy a moderator who sits and moderates every comment that goes into it, or the disable comments for that video. That's yeah, the disable comments. You're kind of taking away your survivor's um right to give yeah. feedback. It was that's exactly what happens. You lose your feedback. You have to use your feedback in different places. So that is um a bit of a dick move, but <laughs> well, 
it's, it's like if you want to make money out of the the YouTubes and you are known for having a toxic audience, uh, you need to then either get them to be non-toxic, which is very very difficult, or get them uh, so they can't be toxic. Which would be not to ban individual people, but just to disable the comments. Yeah. And it's just trying to find the lesser of the two evils out in that regard. Yeah. But they, I don't know. There'll, there'll be a kickoff about this in a couple of months because YouTube will be the place where people post videos and nobody can react to them or comment on them. Mm. Okay. Uh, next one, I think we. Which yours, I believe, the person of Keith Flint. Right, if you don't know who Keith Flint is, he was the lead singer of Prodigy, who did Five Star, Breathe, uh, Smack My Bitch Up, and quite a few different ones. He was um, found dead in his house over the weekend, just gone. Apparently he had taken his own life, so once again, another victim of depression. Um, that's a very real thing. It's like, people as well... They're seeing all these like really loved and really well respected and really happy go lucky people just up and ending it because they're through. That's the thing with depression that people don't understand that you can be this happy go lucky guy nine weeks a year or whatever, and then you can be very dark on days for no reason. And mm. depression is a really fucking horrible thing. I know people with depression. It's hard sometimes to get through to them that there is hope. And there is um, ways to get through it. And I urge that if you have people who have depression and that, make sure they're okay, keep an eye on them. Don't be, like, ridiculously stalkery or something like that, but, you know, just show them that you care. Because if you have just people there that are caring... Just just pay a compliment now and then, you know, just yeah. make sure they feel appreciated, yeah. even in the dark times. Because that's the thing, depression is a killer. People think it's made up. People use it quite readily as a, oh, I'm not feeling very well, I have depression. But then there are real people who have this condition that it is. It is like a debilitating thing. They don't want to get up. They don't want to go out. They don't want to do anything. They just want to die. And it's a horrible feeling for people to have. And it shouldn't be a thing that people should have. Not in this day and age when we have all these ridiculous luxuries and stuff. But even I get burnt out when I have like a PC. I have access to the internet. I can do pretty much anything I want to do. And I sometimes just don't want to. And I'm not saying I have Sorry. depression, but I have down days. Everyone has down days. We all have our off days. It's yeah. just those with depression, it's like... The down days are... It's, it's like the whole, the whole world's on their shoulders and it's just crushing them. Yeah. So, like, this is a bit of a PSA and a bit of a serious note. Keep an eye out for your friends who you know have depression, who have been diagnosed with it, who have really bad days, weeks, months, because they are the people that while they may be the happiest person in the world, some days they are the miserablest and they have no self-worth on other days. And if you want them still around in your life and you want to keep them safe, you need to make sure they're okay. They are 100% needed with that. There's also the fact that those been dealing with long enough are well and truly able to actually hide the fact that they're undergoing depression. Oh, yeah. They put they put on the um no nothing's wrong I'm happy I'm good. If just like if you notice any change in someone's mental behaviour if you're really close to them just check they're all right. Yeah, you don't have to be Cause, like because the, the the earlier you catch it then the earlier the quicker you can 
offer help. them help. Yeah. You don't have to be sat there and fucking grill them or anything. Just, hi, how are you doing today? Or just a phone call out of the way saying, hi, hey, yeah. how are you doing? You keeping okay? Or do you want to go for coffee or go for a subway or whatever? Yeah, if it's just spend an hour with them. Yeah. That might be the best thing they needed all fucking month. And that would yeah. get them back feeling a little bit more human and a bit more wanted. I'm not saying yeah. it's going to cure them. It's it's not. There's no cure for depression. But no. if you help them, they are more likely it's, to help. It's, a, it's nothing. It's, it's only things. It's the kind of the you can help make 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 them make the first few steps, but they have to walk the rest kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you have to help them start the journey to find out what's caused them to be depressed and offer support along the way, but they ultimately have to take the journey to finish it. Yeah. That makes sense. You need to give them the confidence to carry on. Yeah, make them feel, you know, you can do this. You are strong. You are mentally sound. You can do this. So, um, yeah. No, we'll be, we, we're here if you need it. You've got your friends and your family. Mm. We're here to support you. And also, people with depression, don't be afraid to talk to people. The world mm. is on your shoulders. People might not be actively asking you if you're okay. Sometimes you can just talk to people, and they'll talk back, and they'll listen and help. And sometimes that is what people need. They just need that person to sit and listen. Why the why they vent, yeah, or yeah. just get the get the burden off their shoulder. Because, like, it, don't you feel better when you've had like a bad day and you talk about it? Oh, definitely, yeah. So you you should definitely make sure you have time. Um. Well, yeah. So that was Keith Flint, the guy from Prodigy. Uh, I first heard about him from Wipeout Twenty Ninety Seven, flying around in that game on the PlayStation, and that was the background. Was a uh, Firestarter. Was one of the songs on that, and it was brilliant. Really? I, that was yeah. That was the only song I had. I had it on repeat. So whenever I played any track on Wipeout Twenty Ninety Seven. I was flying around with that in the background. It was fucking great. So, um, maybe miss another, another legend in a local, not local, in recent history gone. But, um, yeah, that one's. Mm. I don't know if the prodigy is going to carry on. I know when Lemmy from Motorhead died, Motorhead just went, we're fucking done. We can't carry on because Lemmy was the guy that was Motorhead. Whereas the Prodigy, I don't know if they can continue. Because he didn't sing on most of the new stuff, from what I can tell. But I don't know what active role he had in the, the group in the past few years. No, so when, you've, when you've got a, a, well, a well-known um, vocalist singing songs or lead guitars or whatever, and they lead the band either, either for personal reasons or for their passing it's just it obviously hits the bands really hard but it's you know it's they're kind of like the uh, glue that holds them together yeah it's, it's, it's what gives them the same it's like um oh no, it's, oh like, it's like it's like um when uh when phil collins left genesis back in the 80s and ray wilson took over as the lead vocalist he was good but it, but wasn't. it wasn't quite it wasn't quite the same yeah, it's like with me and Blink-182. I love Blink-182. Uh, the lead guitarist Tom DeLonge left about five or six years ago now. And they got Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio to basically join. He's still in Alkaline Trio, but he also does 
Slingerate 2 now as well. And the new direction they've gone in, I like. I like the direction they've gone. It's 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 got the the heart of Blink because you still got Mark and you've got Travis who joined them uh quite early on. But it's definitely not how it used to be. You can you can tell it's different. But it's good. And it's kinda like it's matured because they had to. But yeah, um it will be interesting to see what they do going forward after this. So mm. Alright, Dave. You can wake up now. Hello. Forty eight fiber. <laughs> oh my god. If 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 we if if this world can't survive um shoes that auto lace themselves, then a household well, put it this way, two medium sized villages no, villages town that can't live without fibre. Oh my god. Was that right? It's in the so, streets. It, it took out part of the way stuff works. It, it took out half of two of my uh, two of the local towns where I live uh, here in the sort of the southeast. Oh, southeast north, one of them. And some guy decided, um, yeah, let's put a let's put a drill through forty-eight fibre connectors. And take out the internet for thirteen odd hours. Ah, oh, I remember hearing about this. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember hearing about this. I wonder. I was thinking, what the hell's forty-eight fiber before? And I was like, then I think, oh, you said about the story. Someone drilled through like forty-eight lines. I was like, oh, that's what this is. Yeah, so, some construction worker decided, oh, let's just drill here, and didn't decide to check the area to make sure that the whole fiber lines well, for do you know, half, of the, half of the area. You know for a fact that fucking company is like, well, you worked for free on that job you were doing, because we've had to pay <laughs> all this money out. I do have to give credit, though, to uh, OpenReach, um, who sort of own all that sort of infrastructure, is they did actually manage to fi- fix this by 4am Sunday morning. So, credit is credit where due, for having to redo all those fibre lines, but in a day in a day and age where you're complaining about um shoes that don't lace up. My god. It was boring. <laughs> it's like how are you gonna get on with just mobile data? I can't watch it in HD. Oh I'm sort of fairly lucky that I'm on free. That's a magic number obviously. Yeah. And all I have to do is put my phone out the window and I got four G. It's like brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But I suppose in the end I spent a day watching films. I loved it. <laughs> I, I bet there were some people like, oh my god, Becky, I can't update my 52 <sighs> things to Instagram because I've run out of data. It was so, it was so ah! funny. It was, um, it was so funny. And you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Discord's just fallen over on me. Um, oh, it was your time. <laughs> it was so funny because on the local Spotted page for the area, it was like, Find this guy, track him down, <laughs> hang him out to dry. <laughs> Jesus. It, it was just like found. <laughs> it's these, it was it was this group of engineers working on working at this construction site. It was like pointed. <laughs> so there's gonna be a group of angry teenagers outside this guy's house, like you fucker. Teenagers? Adults? Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, you made me have no internet for a few hours. How dare you? Yeah. It's like, 
I mean, I understand if it was like you had some important downloading and uploading to do. I mean, like a YouTuber or an office worker that was working from home, that would be a real fucker. Loz, 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 I could not watch my Facebook video or YouTube videos. Oh, 10 o'clock in the morning. Don't know how disappointing that is on a Saturday morning. I mean, you can always go for a walk. Losing, losing Wi-Fi like that is, is, is like these old um, installations you do on the old uh, Windows PC. It's like 95% error in installation aborting. Mm. <laughs> but it, I Who don't know. Who's walking these days, Lord? I, I, the, I mean, they can't even do the shoes up. How are you supposed to go walking if you can't do your shoes up? But they've got no internet you, to update their app. <laughs> 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 they've got no internet to update the shoes to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the apocalypse begins. <laughs> Skynet is oh so real. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. But yeah, so that was Dave's house. Oh, just imagine if um, with the with the things, you know, they get them get the firmware up, they work, and then just it doesn't have. Then they kind of just have got the Bluetooth connectivity. Oh. I can't wait for the first case of uh, Nike shoe amputates kid's leg <laughs> through excessive squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> After safety function fails. Oh. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was my weekend dilemma. Oh. Yeah, you, you sound like mm. a fucker there, dude. I work weekends, so for me that like, that happened here, just like oh, I guess I'm using my mobile data, which I don't ever run out of because I don't use it enough for once. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, uh, should we slide into the game section then? Yeah, we're getting into the uh, gaming now. Yeah, um, gaming now instead of just the we had before. Uh. So we're already on a oh it's EA. Yeah. Um, you, as you know here, apparently, it, apparently Anthem's starting rifle in Anthem is OP. So by the way, we're in the fuck EA's territory because, uh, as you know, here at the Spawns in Pajamas podcast, we don't like we don't EA because like <laughs> they're fucking money grabbing bellends who rush games out like Anthem. So uh, Anthem starting rifle. I've read up on this earlier. It was one article I found earlier because of a bug. That Bioware did when they first dropped the game, the starting rifle that they have is legitimately more powerful than ninety percent of the guns in the game because they coded it wrong. Is it because it has some sort of, some sort of synergy as well with later um, uh, rarity equipment? I, it, I, synergi- it has some sort of synergy. I didn't read so, that yeah. much into it. I, I basically it was just like after I read that bit, I was like, "You fucking idiots." Basically, they, they miscoded it until they patch it. That gun is better than every single rare you can get in the game. Because it's, it's like, starting damage and it's, it's like, where you can level up your guns and stuff. It just works mm. so much better than any other gun you find in the game. Which basically means if you have an unpatched version of Anthem, you could go around that game with the starting gun and smash the fuck out of it. Yeah, if you just get the update for it, just say, nah, just... Oh, unless you have to be online to play the game, though. That's uh, the problem, yeah, that's the one thing. This online is a service box. Ah, oh, the live services, bastards. Yeah. But um, it does it does make live me chuckle. Patching. <laughs> yeah, it makes me fucking chuckle though that they they really really fucked up with something as simple as like the basic gun. You know, the basic gun, the one that you probably have for an hour, then you get a better gun, and then that basic gun goes in a cupboard somewhere, and you don't ever look at it again. 
But at least with the um, starting pistol with Halo, it was still pretty strong. But then, you know, that wasn't fucking bugged. Well, no, but that is, well, it was actually. Yeah. Oh, it was bugged. Yeah. The original hmm. Combat Evolve uh, pistol Start was pistol. bugged. Because in what you call it, in the multi- multiplayer, it still carried the same damage as it did in ca- uh, campaign, which is why it's Oof. four headshots equals a death with that gun. It's, it's OP when they never patched it. So they, they just, because it was obviously, a, it was before it was a live online game. Yeah. So they just never patched it. But um, the the thing, the difference though with Anthem versus Halo is those guns in Halo are the only guns you get. You don't get better versions of them. You get those guns. So hmm. of course that pistol is going to be good for most of the game because you'll find it regularly through the game when you run out of like assault rifle ammo or uh, battle rifle ammo or DMR ammo. You still yeah. got a backup pistol. That explains why it's also known as Old Faithful. Exactly. In like literally, Combat Evolved, you carried that as much as you could because it just fucked everything, regardless. And then when you got to the flood, you get you got a shotgun. You never used a sniper rifle unless it was like four sniping missions. Um and energy weapons were only good up to the flood. Because energy weapons mm. were shit against the flood. So that was like, okay. But with this, Anthem, where it's like a, the shooter-looter kind of game, like a Borderlands, where you expect to get better and bigger guns as you go along the game, there's progression. For them to completely fuck up that in a way, it kind of moots the point of, oh, get these legendary guns. Oh, you need to grind. This costs you this much if you want to get the grind quicker. They yeah. kind of broke their own little business model in-game by bringing out uh, a bugged version of the game. Because obviously they got rushed. Again, EA. What EA games either grind for everything or pay for everything. Hmm. Well, they, they, what do you call it? They got most of the main team from Mass Effect to work on this. And the fact that people are going, eh, it's okay, I suppose. It's not great. And there's all these bugs. And it's sold like shit as well. Physical sales. Which is, um, it's, it's just the next topic coming up. If you want to roll into it now, we yeah, can. Yeah, roll into that one. So, was the physical sales? It was. Yes, ten percent of what Destiny did in the in the same time frame. And the original 10, Destiny. The original Destiny, they sold. It sold ten percent of what Destiny did in the first week or so release. You see, with the original Destiny, everyone was really hyped for that, and then they found out there was nothing to that game. And with Anthem, I looked at that game and just went, "There's nothing to this game." And people are finding that out and got hyped and went, oh, it's a loot shooter, it'll be great. There's nothing to the game. Apart from the Iron Man jetpacking, there's nothing to that game. The only thing that game brings to your console is hot death. <laughs> By resetting your console. Apparently, it's done it to some Xboxes as well, but the majority of PS4s that have this problem have, <coughs> have, the, have it their consoles bricked. Hard crash. And if it doesn't brick it, it spends half an hour rebuilding itself from the damage it causes to it. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit. Bethesda was like, we're going to release a broken game. EA's like, hold my fucking beer. We're going to break your consoles. <laughs> we're going to knock your console. But ah. then, if, that was, if that was the case, though, who would be liable for the damage to the console then? Would it be EA or would it be Bungie? Not Bungie not... Uh, EA and Bioware, they would both be but responsible. Not, not Bungie, Bioware, yeah. Because I don't know why I said Bungie. If it's their... 
if their game, which is causing the problem, and they've they've said that they are aware that this problem exists, by the way, so they are culpable for it. Um, they ah, but remember that legal remember that legal script that you agree to when you start joining oh, the game. Oh yeah, there's probably some legalese like if this game bricks your console, we're not we're not liable for any damages to your console. And I can imagine that I'll be. I can imagine that'll be in every terms and conditions going forward. If our game breaks your console, we are not liable for it. But then again... You, you, you play our games at your own risk. Yeah. There'll be a thing, though, eventually, where people will dispute that and they'll have to either put it in and then people buy the game and they'll say on the front of the game, this could break your console. Or they have to take it out of the, the legalese and they are culpable for it. Mm. But it all depends on if there's any pending court cases that will uh, go forward against it. Because, I mean, they had that a while back with Battlefield 4. EA, again, people sued them because Battlefield 4 was a broken mess when it first came out. And it wasn't what people expected. And guess what? Battlefield 4 is one of the best Battlefields now as well, because they went back dice and religiously worked on making this game better. And... Whether Bioware are going to do that with uh, Anthem remains to be seen. But this is their new IP. And it's sucking dick hard. And people are having a really negative time with their brand new IP. So I don't think there's going to be an Anthem 2. I can tell you that one for sure. There's not going to be an Anthem 2 unless they pull a No Man's Sky and make this game solid fucking gold. But... Um, Take on ten years now, wouldn't it? Yeah, but the tanking of this game coming out as a brand new IP, EA aren't going to fucking fund it again. They'll have to go somewhere else. Mm. Because they're getting shit on anyway, aren't they? I think can't remember who it was. Uh, Activision Blizzard. I don't know if that's in the thing, but. yeah, they're getting sued by inve- investors after Bungie are leaving them. Yeah, that's um, a little bit further on ahead. Yeah, that's a little bit further on. Yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll get to them. We'll get to that. Eventually. We'll get to them eventually. It seems to be that people are falling over themselves to get games out and they don't really care if these games are fucking fully functional. And they're going to have to be culpable for it. We are the people that are buying the games. We get a say. Because when this game tanks... Like, oh, well, you didn't buy this game. It's like, well, of course we didn't buy this game. It's fucking killing ge- consoles it's... and just shit. I never bought Destiny 2 because of this whole point that happened with Destiny 1. I've not bought Destiny 2 either. I've got it on my PC because it was part of a Humble Bundle that I was signed up for. Never installed it. I redeemed the code and I, I might try and play it. Never installed it because... After the first one and the fact that it took them a whole year to get a story out there that actually made sense from the first game. And when that was done, that was it. There was no more to do with it. I was like, Destiny 2, I don't care if it's got a really strong story or not. Fucking not touching it. Because of what the first game was like. So if I got hold of a physical copy of Destiny uh, Destiny 1 and loaded it up now, I would have items in that game that don't exist anymore because they streamlined what the game does. Try and make it less grindy. 
because people complained about it. All these mm. materials and that that I grinded for, I just sat in my thing as these relics that, that can't be used. They can't be deleted, can't be used. I just have them. They're just taking up space, which you can't get rid of. Yeah, well, I don't think they actually take up physical space in your inventory or anything, but... It's just you can't move them from inventory. They're just yeah. there to taunt and mock you. And it's just... Yeah, you can't. You can't fucking do Ugh, But, yeah, Anthem. I, I was glad that I didn't get into the hype of it. I kind of was excited to do really well, but I thought, you know, I'll wait until the reviews come out before I commit to buying it, because... No, nah, I, I took one look at it and it's like it's trying to be like I, Destiny. I don't, I don't, I don't very often pre-order games. Yeah, there are certain games oh. I will pre-order. I'll always pre-order a Halo. Uh, I don't think I'm going to pre-order Gears this year. What's the last game I pre-ordered? Uh... But um, I think the last game I pre-ordered was Spyro. Oh, and I pre-ordered Let's Go Pikachu. Because it was a Pokemon game. Because mm. yeah, the last game, it... I, last game I pre-ordered was the Spyro trilogy. Yeah, just for the, for the nostalgia. Because well, I, I, I knew what I knew what to expect. Yeah. So. But with Anthem, I looked at it and it just it just didn't look good. None of it looked good. And people are going, "Oh, Anthem's going to be great," and it's like, "Is it? Did you watch the same trailer I did?" It's going to be a great part of shit, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's trying to be Destiny, but just not were, Destiny. If you were Iron Man. And you're on a planet, and you can fly. Yeah. I suppose the only thing that, I suppose the only thing that went that game marginally better if you could just blast Iron Man in the background while you're playing. It'd be cool if they got a Marvel thing and actually got Iron Man in the game. That's like a, like a cameo, like a cameo. Yeah, it's like a mission. It's like, oh, I, hi, I'm with the Guardians, but I crashed. I need help getting my suit powered up. Can you help me? Uh, that's kind of um, they should do sort of, they should do what um, Monster Hunter do. They do like a crossovers. Hmm. I mean, the most recent crossover they did with Monster Hunter is um, with the Witcher Three. Yeah, take out a take out a lesson. Oh, cool. Oh, not fucking cool. Those things are annoying. Uh, what was it? Final Fantasy Fifteen had an Assassin's Creed crossover. Yeah, something with the um, like one of the gods from uh, Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of um, chocobo, wasn't it? You had some sort of Camelesque chocobo. Yeah, and then you got a. Like an assassin's uniform out of it at the end. Hmm. Where I don't know, but yeah. So anthem, EA sort your shit out, dickheads. <sighs> All right. Okay. The rumors of a new discless Xbox One S. Right. Well, as I pointed out to Trizzle many a time in this topics <laughs> list, he was telling me it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I've seen pictures. I know, and it's like, but until. Microsoft officially unveil it. It's not confirmed. A credi- it's not a credible source unless they've confirmed. Exactly. He said it's coming in April, didn't he? No, yeah, he said it was coming out in April, but I've, I've seen a video online where they've said the speculation is they're going to take pre-orders in April for it to be released in May. So I've already got a different story to what he's got. Mm. I've done a bit of digging as well, but I can't find nothing credible yet. Yeah. But if it's if the Pre-orders on April the 1st, then you can kind of think, hmm, this is an April Fool's kind of thing. Exactly. Uh, the, also, the fact that it's a, the the 1S, it was called, like, the 1S, uh, it was the initial spell out SAD. 
Yeah, the um. Dan, oh, like, what? Uh, no. Something download edition. Fuck! It's going to piss me off now. The... Uh, okay, I'm talking about all, all download edition. I think it was because basically they're removing the disc drive, the ultra HD Blu-ray from the S, and it may have a smaller form factor because there's only speculation. There's no actual. Um, pictures of the console. This is another thing, and the fact that Trizzle only gave me. Well, someone posted, a, uh, said there was a poster up in a game stop or something somewhere. But there's, I've all not seen the, any. Like, the all digital edition. Oh yeah, that was it. The all digital edition. So this, the Xbox One S all digital edition, or the Xbox One sad. Mm. This is why I'm like, hmm, really? And then the people say, oh, the posters. There's been posters in a shop and they had to take them down because they, they did too early. And it's like, yeah, but there's been games that have been literally gone to go out on sale and then they've cancelled them and just completely scrapped them. There's been versions of Xbox that have been scrapped. There's... I can understand, understand why they're doing a discless version because as yeah. technology goes, we are getting... More and more digital downloads. But there's been no thing about it. There's been the Xbox One Maverick, which has been the code name is Maverick. And they're saying that this is what the stand the the S or digital is, is the Maverick. But there's been very little talk about it. From what I've heard. And I've been like watching a lot of game sites and stuff. I watch like the Nowhere Inside Gaming as it is now. Yeah. Um so They've only just mentioned it now. Rumours of. And even they're saying rumours. They're not saying it's confirmed. They're rumouring yeah. this thing exists. So in other words, they're talking bollocks. But... Well, kind of. But it's, like I said, everything's rumour and speculation until it's been proven. Because I, like I said to Trizzle when we had this argument, I said, unfortunately, there are people out here who take our information as gospel. Sad as and crazy as that may sound, people actually think we're a credible source of information. I don't want to be misleading anybody by telling them that this is fucking coming out. You might have leaks, you might have rumours, but until Microsoft say, hey, we're bringing out this discless Xbox One, we can't say it's it's officially happening. Because I said there was a rumour about Animal Crossing coming out on the Direct for the Switch, and it didn't show up at this Direct, and I was pissed off. Because I wanted there to be an Animal Crossing. I don't want to be telling people that there's a discless Xbox One X coming, that it's probably going to be cheaper, that it's going to be a smaller form factor, like a, a PS TV thing that they had, which was like a Vita in a set-top box. Um, I don't want to be saying any of that, because at the end of the day, I'm going to be upsetting somebody when they get really hyped for this thing and it doesn't turn up. So it's all rumours and conjecture, can't yeah. be until proven. And that's the thing, if we're going to be doing podcasts and it does get to a point where people listen to us in hundreds or maybe thousands or, or even if it's more than ten people, um, you nice. need to know that we don't want to be telling you things that we've not looked into. Hmm. We do our best to make sure our sources are credible. But yeah. At the end of the day, if you're still unsure, well, the sources are out there to go check yourself. Exactly. It's like need, with me on the, uh, the, the Nike trainers. I said I hadn't read into it much, but then I pulled up the article and read the article again to make sure I got it right. That's the thing. You've got to know that we do look our sources up. As best we can. Because sometimes we only find sources like an hour or two before the podcast starts. Yeah, and we will tell you if it's vague and if we haven't read much into it. And we'll give you the gist. 
and then you do what you want with it. And if you want to look up it yourself, you know that we've gave you a gist of it. If you're interested and you want to do more, you go look for it. But I'm mm. not going to say that this discless Xbox One S is a real thing until Microsoft come out and tell us. But we're not going to deny either that it isn't. Like I said, it, just... it could be a very real thing, but I can't say it exists yeah. until there is either a confirmed... We can't confirm or deny it exists. Because yeah. there's, no, there's not even any pictures of the console yet. And as far as I'm aware, there's nothing about the poster either. I've not seen a, 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 any pictures or anything of the poster. And Trizzle didn't like give me the poster when he was talking about it. He just said, oh yeah, there was a picture mm. of a poster about pre-orders. It's like, that... You can't report like that. No. What I can report, though, is I played Fortnite again. <sighs> I came second. I played one match. I came second. I built four walls. Hey. I built four two more, walls. Two more than last time, then. Yes. I must admit, the game after that I got absolutely shat on, but the one where I got all the way to second place, I built four walls, and I just basically played the creep game, which is, you just basically, you let people build walls, you let people build these big stu stupid fuck-off things, because the guy that killed me, we were both out in the open, and we were both just trading shots at each other, but he had the better gun. That's how he won. But... Like you play on PC and stuff like that, and they're just building these ridiculous, like sky high towers and doing fucking jumps and blocking people building the tower next to them. It's like you don't really need to do that. People are like over reliant on building things, and it's like for me, I build things if I want to put a bit of physical cover between me and a, a suggested area where people are going to come from, or if I need to get up a slope to get to the zone because I know I'm not going to be able to get up it any other way. Those are the only times I build. Because it's like I don't think I need to build in that game. And to be fair, when it first started out, people didn't build in that game. And then one guy just went mental one day and learned how to make these big towers and everyone copied him. So now like the current way of fighting each other is take a shotgun and who builds the biggest tower and gets over behind the other one first. Which I've already beat that strategy by just waiting at the bottom wait for them to jump down to get you and just fucking shoot them when they come down. Because some guy actually tried to do that to me. They tried to build a ramp and jump over me. And pop me on the way down. But I was already sat there waiting for him. Because I knew what he was going to do. Whereas everyone else expects you to like build a, a wall. If you want to play a game of Fortnite and truly fuck up people. Don't build. They don't know how to deal with you. Because you are now just like using cover. And using like in-game cover and materials that they could use for stuff. And it's like you're... You're like dodging between bits of covers, they explode and stuff. You're not building walls. You're not trying to make fucking Trump's walls to try and escape someone. Yeah, you're not sticking to the meta. Yeah, you really want to mess with like all these hardcore Fortnite players? Don't play by the meta. Play by your own rules. Go sneaky. Go stealthy. Properly mess with them. Wait for them to have their fucking top ten enemy betrayals fight scene in the distance and snipe them. Play by logic. Okay. Oh, I uh, okay, I've just done a bit of quick bit reading about the um the Xbox, the the Maverick one. Yeah. Uh apparently it's um 
it's going to offer a disc to digital program letting fans turn physical game discs convert them to digital downloads how? I don't know. Basically, I think what I'm having is you'll go to a game store. You'll say, oh, I want to turn this game into uh, a digital download, and I'll do it for you. That's the gist I'm getting, but it's a bit vague of how he's saying it is. Once again... How... Again, it's, rum- it's rumour and conjecture. It sounds like you still have to pay for that service, because they're not going to give it you for free. No. They're not going to convert your disc to a download code for free. There's going to be some nah. kind of charge on that, on the store's end. I, mm. Like I said, it's, it's all a load of bollocks until someone gives me a, a full-on Microsoft press announcement or a video with Microsoft going, hey, look, here's our newest console. It's the might sell badly console because it's all digital. I think the one good thing about it is if it is based on the S chassis, um, they can take all the components and just put them in S's if it fails. Yeah. Because, doesn't the um doesn't the S have um teraflops than the standard OG Xbox One? It is slightly more powerful, like ten percent more. Mm. More teraflops means more processing power. Yes, they said that you so will... short a load of times as well. Unless if you're using USB three point oh. Yeah. And, but um, I just I don't know. Like I said, it's it's all a load of bollocks until mm. someone can give me a, a genuine look at it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for going on a bit of a tangent there. Let's um get back oh, to yeah, Fortnite thing. Oh yeah. And then Fortnite. Apparently, their revenue dropped forty eight percent since uh, Apex came out. Although apparently it's now season eight of Fortnite came out. It's only been out a year, by the way. A year and I thought there's only uh, last time I checked. There's only four seasons in the in the in the year. Went to spring, summer, autumn. Don't know where you get eight seasons from. It's not been out two years, has it? Fortnite. No. It, it that's came what I mean. out. PUBG released fully. Because I got it for my birthday. Uh, shit. I'm going to look this up, actually. I'm going to look up when Fortnite released. Uh, it's a good couple of years. Fortnite. Uh, uh, no, not... F- I don't want that. Come on. Oh, can't spell. Fortnite... Royale. Uh, so it came out July twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. Yeah, a couple of years. Two years this year. Yeah, considering PUBG uh, released in March twenty seventeen. So hey, twenty third of March this year, the PUBG will be two years old. Woo woo. Maybe they, maybe they do something. Um, oh, actually, Fortnite Battle Royale. Was twenty sixth of September, twenty seventeen. Oh, so, so it's a while yeah. So it's been out a year and a half, just over. So they've released every month a new season to go with that game. I. Whereas uh, the season pass for PUBG, they've only just done their second event pass. It was paid for. Which um, event pass had a Miramar in it? The, uh, one that, the map that no one plays. Oh, no. They, they, it's all in there. And all those four maps are in the game. It's just uh, the event pass came with Sanok. Third map. That was the first uh, time they did an event pass. That was the winter map, was it, Sanok? No, that's Vikendi is the winter map. Sanok is the, the jungle uh, Korean kind of map. Oh, right. I got you. Yeah. It's the smallest one out of the lot. Um, that is... 
that, that's the thing with them. They did that, and it was like it was a good month and a half, I think, the season pass for this one came out. So it's not been too bad, but it's just weird how like they the the newest season pass for season eight as well. They've got pirates. They've got people dressing up as fucking weird monkeys and bananas with for skins and stuff. It's so fucking weird. And there's a big volcano in the middle of the map now for some reason. Oh, lovely. But it's like they keep adding all this stuff to the game, but they're not really explaining why it exists. And I kind of want to play Fortnite, the OG game, the four-player co-op game. To try and find out what the Battle Royale mode means, because I feel like the OG game, the game that they're probably not even supporting anymore, uh, would give you a lot of insight into what the fuck's going on. Because the bus and the storm are all from the campaign. The mm. building things, like building a base, is from a campaign. But then it doesn't really give you much else to do with it. I mean, with PUBG, it was like there's not really any kind of story to it apart from like the first map was an old Russian uh, like military islands. So they had the military base on one island, and then they had like the the town and surrounding areas, which were like the other populace of that yeah. islands kind of thing. And then there was a civil war in the the force field generator that was experimental broke and that's where the ring comes from hmm. and then every subsequent map is like oh we've put the ring technology in these new maps and that's what it is but I, my conjecture with PUBG is that we're all clones because none of you ever blink in that fucking game <laughs> I've said that many a time none of your characters blink and you can run like forever without running out of breath. You show no side of tiredness or fatigue. Maybe in a future update. Well, did the grenades? Oh, the, yeah, the grenades. They... <laughs> kind of cool. I get a bit shaky though, so occasionally I'll like throw a grenade wrong, even though I had my hand steady just before I threw it. Then my hand will shake, and <laughs> it's like fuck, I missed the grenade throw. But mm -hmm. um. No, I, I, I'm liking where PUBG is going. Fortnite just seems to be, we're just going to keep doing stupid shit until people don't buy it anymore. And at the moment, people are buying it because it's like, oh, look, I can be a banana. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think Fortnite's going to be one of those fads that are going to die out eventually. Well, why, why do I want to be a banana when I, at one point I could have been Harley Quinn or the Joker in PUBG? Because <laughs> they had a Suicide Squad crossover in it. Where you bought the crate and you they still exist those skins. You could actually be that character. Yeah, you can always do the flash as well if you want. Uh, I don't think the flash was in PUBG. It was I, don't mind running, I don't mind oh. running around Bikinzy in a banana outfit. That'd be quite cool that, actually. For a giggle. For a giggle. Just for the giggle. Yeah, I mean the clown thing is scary enough as it is because people are dressing up as clowns in PUBG. Because there was a, a Halloween there was a clown pack. The people are dressed up in like clown costumes and then just standing behind doors. So you rush in and there's just a clown stood staring at you. With a shotgun to the face. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like fucking scary as shit. But there's no over the top really skins that 
like bananas costumes or wow there's nothing daft all the stuff that they wear are very grounded in reality so it's like yeah there are clown costumes and you can dress up as harley quinn or the joker but you can do that in real life and still do the things you do in the game whereas i would love to see someone try and paintball in a full-on fucking banana costume <laughs> it's not gonna happen But yeah, that's my opinion. Well, um, Fortnite, it needs to find a stepping off from all the silly shit they're doing because they're going to run out of ideas and people are going to go, see ya, there's Apex and PUBG we can go play. Or Firestorm for Battlefield 5 when that comes out. Yeah. Um, peace. <laughs> They'll be gone. But yeah, yeah. so this no 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 game lasts forever though unfortunately. No, no game lasts forever. Uh, Fortnite's revenue going down is a not a good sign. It's not a good sign. I mean, if they recoup those people with the season, good for them. They've retained, but but then people might be catching on that you know they're getting new seasons every month for new content, which is basically all just cosmetic, and they're thinking, you know what, you're not adding anything really new to the game. No, I mean, they, just, they keep fucking okay. around with the island and stuff. Like, there's a pirate bay where there's a pirate ship now for some fucking reason, and cannons that fire like cannonballs. And it's just like, you are taking things from other games. Like, the... the... You're, you're just trying to be too much in one game. Yeah. It's like they've got the apex uh, level of, like, ping system. Where... Hmm. I mean, it'd be cool in PUBG. I'd love to see that implemented in PUBG. But in Fortnite... It's like an apex. You tap the button once, it sets a waypoint. If you double tap the button and you're looking at an enemy, it'll call out enemy there. Uh, and I think if you click on a weapon or like armor or ammo in apex, your character calls out what it is. Hmm. I think in uh, thingy, it just turns a colour, which means weapon or item. But they copied so that Apex, pretty so, quick. So Apex is like, got a shotgun here or there's a sniper rifle over here. Yeah, when I played that one game with that, it was like, I've got a, a, help, a vest here, level one, and they'll actually tell you what it is. Or I've got a, a Mozambique pistol here, or I've got a, a combat shotgun. They'll, they'll tell you what it is and where it is, and it's like, and you get the ping of where it is. So it's like whether you want to go over and collect it or not. And you can even thank people for telling you where stuff is. <laughs> I found something I needed because it was better than mine. It's like it came up with an X, like, um, it was like, say thanks, confirm. And he just went, oh, thanks, dude. And my character was like, yeah, thanks, dude. So. That's cool. I mean, I'd love to see that in PUBG, but then that kind of takes away the whole talking to your teammates thing, which... Yeah, which you really need in a game like that. Yeah, because PUBG is more tactical. It's not casual. That's why it's still going two years later and it's still a buggy mess, but people love the game because of its tactical awareness. It's like with me, Dave, and Spark, when we play it, we play PUBG and it's like, right, we, we need to get to the circle. We've got a squad between us and them. Yeah, you like, got like a, it's like a sniper at two twenty. Yeah, and it's like we'll we'll like flank 
and like I'll be like putting cover fire down, and the other two guys will be moving ahead. Then one of them stops, but they put fire down, and another, and basically we like to do staggered movement and stuff like that, and which you, you don't and get. And you'll converge. Yeah, it's like you don't get that in other games. You don't get that kind of teamwork in other like uh, battle royale games for that. Because people just like, rush in. Because we're just, just there for the, just for the glory, aren't they? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to run you. I'm going to shoot you. I've got a shotgun. I'm going to hit you from halfway across the map with a shotgun. Yeah. It's and like you Apex. Captain, you did get capped in the face with a um, sniper rifle from across the map. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. It's like the Apex game has a kill leader. Who's got the most kills? What's PUBG got? Oh, a stat screen at the end when you die? Okay. And a, a little flash telling me how many kills you've got when you tab into your inventory, but that's it. It doesn't make a big thing of saying, like, Lost D95 is on a kill streak! Or anything like that. It just... It's so cool, though. But it, it doesn't need it, though. That's the thing. It doesn't need it. Yeah, but just think of it for Sparks, though. Mom, monster kill, kill, kill. Spark has stolen his team's kills again! <laughs> Glory Hunter! <laughs> yeah, so it's... Kill Stealer. <laughs> that's why like Apex and Fortnite are a different breed to PUBG. PUBG is the more thinking man's survival game. Last man standing game. Whereas Fortnite and Apex are the big flashy, arcadey... Done in two minutes kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Apex is only 64 players and currently you can only join in squads of three. There aren't any um, bigger squads or any smaller squads for it. Fortnite, yeah, you can play singles and all that, but then you've got people running around in banana suits building fucking towers. <laughs> Whereas with PUBG is just like, oh, you're a guy. You dress how you want before you go into the game, and then you find like equipment and stuff to put over your character. It's like, oh, you want to wear a helmet? you got to take your hat off. You want to wear... He was okay, but they make a bit more noise than if you were running around barefoot. And it's like the whole tactical feature of PUBG and like how you dress in the game when you play certain maps can help you. Whereas the other games, they don't matter because it's just like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I'm going to fight people. If I die, I die. Whereas PUBG is like, I want to survive as long as possible. And that's why that is still going as strong as it is, even though it's not the market leader in, in like games for it. Yeah. It's still doing very well for what it does. Because it's got that niche market. There's nothing else challenging it on that market. Blackout tried to from Call of Duty Black Ops 4, but when I played it, I just felt like I was playing PUBG, but with bullshit fucking Call of Duty uh, hit markers. Yep. And hit registration. It's like, I'd fucking lay into a guy and he kills me and then I watch the kill cam and it's like, I hit him once and he just goes, duh, 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 half a clip, but in my screen it's like three bullets, I'm dead. And I've f- fucking fully clipped him with a clip full of am- ammunition from a gun. And mm. it doesn't translate because it's not built the way PUBG was. It's because of the latency, really, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why it's just like, fuck me for all these copycats. You have to have dedicated servers. You have to make sure the guns are fucking doing what they need to be doing. Um, otherwise, it's a problem. But that's enough waffle. On, uh, yeah, we've still, we still got another... We've still got quite a another bit 10 to go. Still, still got another so, go, yeah. Final Fantasy 10, 10, 2, and 12 are going to be out, if not already, on PS4, Switch, and 
Xbox One. An Xbox One. Yeah, um, I may have mentioned the podcast in a previous podcast a couple ago, but I have always been a fan of the Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. Seven is, was the one that I always the very first one I played. That was what actually introduced me to the um the franchise. Seven is the one that people jerk the dick off to the most. They say that's the yeah, best one. It is the best one, I'd say. But that's also open to opinion. Uh, I have played Final Fantasy VIII, I've played nine, I've played ten, I've played ten two, I've played twelve, I've played thirteen, thirteen two, and Lightning Returns, and I've played Final Fantasy fifteen. I've played all but the uh, online ones. I've started playing fifteen. It doesn't seem too bad. I just but I'm already kind of like uh, I like 15, the idea of compared to what it used to be from seven and eight. It's fifteen's more action active should we say yeah but you can switch it in the in, in the options by two like a, like a weight atb yeah active time battle. <laughs> yeah yeah you know that yeah, yeah but <clears throat> i'm very well i know i've, I've played 10 and 10 2 through numerous times and completed numerous times as well as fun Fantasy 12 but they're calling it um the zodiac age i think on the fun Fantasy 12 yeah, I mean that had a very unique, I'd like to say, battle system. Because with um, seven and eight, where you'd walk around, you'd get like a yeah, you know, like a screen freeze, <sighs> and then you'll get pulled into a battle. Do, do, with, do, do, yeah, with with twelve, you'd actually see the monsters roaming around, and you could either run past them or like, just ignore them. Yeah, but they had the it had like an auto battle system as well, which um. Uh, came active once you got back to Ravanasta for the third time after you got um, Bash from the prison. A little spoiler alert there, by the way. Oh no, shit. Uh, it, it introduced you to the Gambit system. Okay. And basically, you have, um, you're only limited to certain Gambits at the start. So you could say things like, um, enemies at 100% health, so attack. Okay, you automatically attack while the enemies are at 100% health or less. Then you got things like um, uh, cast cure if your if ally is less than seventy percent health. So when that uh, practice is met, if they're midway for attacking and and a ally drops below seventy percent health, it'll stop the attack and heal. I like that. I mean, I there there was oh, I can't think where it was, but there was um, <laughs> there was an area where you go against this um, giant demonic wall in one of the ruins a bit later on. I had my auto battle set up in a certain way that uh, <clears throat> you could um, basically just leave auto battle and just, just do like AFK and level it up. <laughs> so it's, it's unlike um, <clears throat> if an if ally falls in battle, cast, uh, use Phoenix down. Yeah. Any ally, ally below 70% health, uh, cast Cure, and any enemy with less than 3,000 health attack. And there's an enemy that spawned that would spawn other enemies, but he had more than three thousand health, so he would never get, actually get attacked. Oh, and so you can just you, you just, you just AFK um, level up, yeah. just periodically, just periodically check on the battle as it was going on. And sounds broken. Yeah, it was. And then you, also you do that. You also collect items as well because your characters move around picking up items from enemies that drop. Then you just go back to town, sell the items, rinse and repeat. God damn. Because there's there's some. There's some um, gambits that you buy and some items later on that get stupidly expensive. 
And there's also um, there's also you, you, when you see a chest in most uh, games like this, you think, ah, oh, open it. Mm-hmm. But there's four specific chests in the game near the start that if you do not open, when you get to one of the, I think it's the, uh, I think it's the favored or one of those areas in there. You go into this room and there's like 25 other chests. And if you had leave, if you had left these four chests alone near the beginning, you're you are rewarded with a zodiac spear, and it's the strongest spear in the game. It has the highest, um, <laughs> it has the highest chance to uh, do consecutive attacks because every weapon has its own chance to do like a consecutive attack, like percentage wise. Percentage chance to hit again or something. Yeah, like that, and. When it attacks again, it re-rolls again. Will you attack again? Yes or no? It's kind of that. The Zodiac Sphere, I think, was something like 14%. So it wasn't stupidly common, but if you got like seven eye hits back-to-back, you can pretty rip, rip. Yeah. There's also, on 12, there was a something called like a, uh, like you can do like a hunting guild, and you have to go kill like, kill like uh, stronger monsters variants. And when you got to the highest rank, there was um, a boss called Yasmat. He was annoying. Like, oh my god, he had like, I think it's like 14 million hit points or something like that. Someone stood like that. And if you left him alone too long, he'll go, haha, I'm going to cast renew. Fuck you, all my health is back. Oh, that sounds like a freaking half. Yeah, if he, even, even, um, what's it, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, even, uh, where's it gone? Uh, shit, I've gone blank. He even telegraphs it. And he goes like, oh, cast him anew. What are you going to do about it? Okay, yeah, I've now got like 15 seconds to make you not do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really good game. Not going to lie. I had many hours of fun with that. Many hours of fun and frustration. I was looking up some... Later on. Mm. See, with Final Fantasy X and X-2, uh, X was the first Final Fantasy that came to the PS2. And for its time, I really, really enjoyed it. The story was good. Yeah. Kind of a little bit touching in areas as well. But X-2 kind of went I, like a Charlie's Angels kind of thing. Oh, yeah, because you had like a closed system for armor and shit. Yeah, like a, um, it was a, um, the garment grid where you can change... Um, Rolls, if you like, but it's. I was speaking to why I say it's like a Charlie's Angels kind of thing. It's broad as three plus damage. Yeah, kind of thing. And you can also <laughs> carry a microphone and buff your enemies or buff your um, allies, even. Oh, yeah, the reason why I say it's like Charlie's Angels kind of thing is because you'd have Yuna, which was the character you control, and you had Riku and Pain, because it's like Charlie's Angels kind of thing. Yeah. The game was good, but it's. Uh, it was a lot different to what ten was, and if you um, if you got the best ending, you'd get asked by one of the um, spirits in the in the um, ah, uh, oh, uh, I, I think it's the, the, the fade or I can't remember what it's called. But you get asked, um, do you want me to bring him back? Him being the um, the love interest from Five Nights Ten. Oh. And then you get then you then you get a um different ending, but you've got to get like um a 
think you've got to get the you've got to do certain things throughout the game to get it. There's a time you got to um, trigger a whistle four times, and then there's other things you got to do to. Um, <laughs> this is, build this up is your that. like waffle moment, by the way. You've it is. It is. <laughs> You can tell. You can tell. Too long, I won't waffle on too long. But yeah, you get a different ending with um, Tidus coming back at the Sade Village, where his uh, journey began. Yeah. Well, well, not quite the Sade Village, but you started off in a um, area where you get almost eaten by a monster. Then you end up. At, then you end up with end up at the Sade when you encounter Sin for the second time. Yeah, I would waffle on more, but I'm not going to because I I've got another waffle I've got another waffle topic on yeah. <laughs> So the next topic then for re-releases: Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Remake, the Resident Evil One Remake, Resident Evil Four are all coming to the Nintendo Switch, but they're all costing ten pounds more than what you can currently buy them on Xbox and uh, Play- PlayStation Four. Now, the speculation you... is that's to do with the cartridge sizes because they are bundling zero and one together. So it's not just for convenience we can take on the bus? Or... Yeah, well, it's, I think it's to do with like the memory of the cart size. It costs more. But then again, why would the digital version cost more? Mm. But the, the game, I've had a look, the games are like, I think 15 gigs each. Is it the original Resident Evil, like how it used to be on the um, the HD remaster we've had recently on the consoles? Yeah, it, ah. it's those versions. It's um, so zero the remastered for the the Xbox One, the remaster of the original Resident Evil upscaled for the Xbox One, and then obviously Resident Evil Four. Uh, out of all those, I'd get Resident Evil 4 because I fucking love Resident Evil 4. It was easily the one I liked the most and the one that I played the most. That which, was is, which Resident Evil was it um, that when you'd go around certain areas, you'd have this monster that just run after you just, and just, just like grunt stars? Nemesis. That was uh, Nemesis. Resident Evil 3. But yeah, it was... Um... It's it's kind of a bit odd that they they're doing it for ten pounds more, but from what the spe- speculation and conjecture it conjecture is about it, it's to do with the, the cart sizes or the bundle version costs more, so it, they'd have to charge more, and then they've charged ten quid extra on the the. Um, the Switch version of 4 because they didn't want to charge it less. And people are like, no. oh, why does this cost so much more on cart? I don't know. But uh, I'm probably going to wait for a sale and then get it. Get Resident Evil 4 on my Switch. Because that will be cool just to play it with my parents or something. Just play Resident Evil 4 <laughs> when I get in from work. Uh, yeah. It's got, I'm glad to see that more like first party and more like classic games come to Switch. But yes, the, the it's a good, is a it's good time seeing the um, old classics still keeping some sort of um, traction. Speaking of uh, console, uh, Stellaris came out for the console. Well, have you been playing it? I haven't put it down to be fair. <laughs> I'm bad about it. 
I haven't really put it down. I've actually, I've actually been contemplating it religiously for the last two to three days. Do you set you like a five-minute alarm? Uh, <laughs> if you want, yeah. I'll do my best to get it all out. But yeah, um, Stellaris was originally, oh, it was originally released in the PC version. It's got a load of DLCs. Oh, it recently it released on console. Game? Yeah. The original, original on PC, it released on console the 26th of February, I think. So I've been kind of playing it quite religiously and getting my arse handed to me because I've not really experienced with 4X games. But my most recent um, endeavour, shall we say, I was unfortunately uh, became a, another Empire's vassal and they discovered a, a Sonic jump drives and they kind of doomed the entire galaxy by allowing the um, unbidden to um, decimate everyone. So yeah, thanks game. Well, apparently my steam's gone completely offline. Okay. The f- the well, fleet was um the fleet that hit me with was 198k. So that was interesting. That sounded special. Mm. So I just jumped in. The fleet 180,000 bang dead. I was like, oh, okay. There goes my 6,000 fleet. Thanks, game. But yeah, uh, I'm still learning the basics. I'm actually getting used to it now, but it's, it's, it's still a lot to learn. And from what I'm reading on the online, when new expansions release, it changes the game mechanics a bit. So yeah, the, I'm not, not going to get too focused on things straight away because they're going to change. The, the problem I've got with that is there's a fuck ton to learn. Yeah. I mean, I love micromanager on it itself because I like having things on the go. No. That, there's something... Sometimes it gets a bit tedious, a little bit, but... I don't want to forget I've got a science ship still sitting at home, but you know, then I might think, oh, I've got a construction ship somewhere. Where is it? Oh, it's not the other side of the game. Okay, I'm going to call you back, then forget about it. Yeah. Uh, looks like Steam is down, Dave. Oh, uh, no, Jane. I'm having tr- uh, trouble trying to connect because I was going to look up the, how many DLCs were for Stellaris. I yeah, think Sparks it was about look- five. I think. Sparks had a look earlier. He said there was, um, there's Megacore, Leviathan. Utopia, Planetoids, there's a couple of race ones, there's uh, Annex one, I think, and there's a couple of others, plus a load of other ones. There's a galaxy map increase, as well, a galaxy map um, DLC as well. Uh, I've got back into it. So, Steam DLC. Right, connected. Slaris. Yeah, yeah. Sparks, so you saw one with... Um, the base game and free DLCs for about 54 quid. Then there's another one with just just the DLCs for about 54 quid. Uh, I think I found it like dirt cheap was what I got it for as well. It was it was like, uh, oh, my friend's unreachable, I don't care. <laughs> uh, this DLC is not creating any list. Back one. Uh, one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight paid DLCs, one free. Yeah, so the ones that have been confirmed, as I'm aware, for the console is Planetoids, Leviathan, and Utopia. Oh, there's like loads. Your plan towards the Leviathan or the DLC is the Utopia is the expansion. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to try and not get too addicted to this game because 
Yeah. So in light of my last failure being annihilated by a uh, end game crises event, I've um, called my starter system. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So we've got another uh... game arriving on the Switch, or is it arriving, or has it arrived? It. Uh, I think it's only just come out. Twenty third of the first. Oh, then it came out in January. That is a goat simulator. Ah, uh, cool. The goatee. Oh yeah. I've got on Xbox. It's 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 a good game. It's it is frustrating good. in some. It's frustrating though. This comes with all the DLC. So it comes with goat simulator, goat MMO simulator, goat simulator, goat Z, goat simulator payday, and goat simulator waste of space. The payday one, is that the one that has the dolphin in the wheelchair? I don't know. I think, it, I think it is. The picture I've got here, it's got all the payday masks. And, like, there's a, like a, there's a fucking camel wearing a mask. And an ostrich wearing a mask. Yeah, i got to quickly check. Hold on. Uh... It's dodgy. But it's 26 quid. Uh, which it doesn't seem to be too bad considering I, think I paid £20 for the base game back in the mm. day. And this is like, what, another 15, 20 quid's worth of DLC added to it. Uh, it's worth it for a laugh. Um, you're not going to get much out of it. But if you want to play it just for like the stupidity and the like an hour of just licking stecks and throwing shit about being daft, it's fun for a thing. I'd probably wait for it to come on like uh, a bit more cheaper. But it is, it is funny. It was back in the day when simulator games were prevalent, like hand simulator and um, fishing simulator and train simulator and truck simulator, and then they had the daft ones like goat simulator. Um, and it's it's a good game though. It's it's one of those games where it glitches and bugs out deliberately, but you can still get back from those glitches and bugs and stuff. Yeah, the payday one is the one with the um dolphin in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's just posted the picture of it. <sighs> but yeah, that that. Oh. So um, yeah, it's a small announcement. Goat Simulator. I think Bob put put that on to us, so uh, I'll have to let him know I've talked about it. Yeah, and mentioned uh, it. Uh, next one on the itinerary: the new Pokemon games. Been announced with the regions Pokemon Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield, and uh, the I can't remember the name of the fucking region, it begins with an L, but people are speculating it's a more British kind of uh region. But there are like industrial windmills and stuff, uh, mm. it, it's got like mountains, hilly, like peak district, you kind of feel some of the areas. I would have said um, windmills are more of a Swedish thing, to be fair. But well, I know you, you know you've got some windmills in you in the Britain, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be getting sword because who the fuck's gonna buy shield? I'm assuming you can still access the original X amount of areas like Kanto, Johto. No, no, this is okay. You're not. No. Is it? A, is it a standalone Every Pokemon game since Gold and Silver? has been exclusive region, so it's been like, you can only go to that one region. Gold and Silver was the only game where you could go back from Johto to, to Kanto. To Johto and Kanto, yeah. Uh, and I kind of, I've, I've mentioned this, so they should make Pokemon game, call it Pokemon World, and have all the areas accessible. But then someone came up with a very, very 
interesting point of like, well, you'd end up with level 100 Pokemon by the time you finished the first eight gyms and the Elite Four there. And then when you went to the next island, you'd have these overpowered fucking Pokemon. Then why not just um, raise the level cap to say 500? Well, that, that's what I was thinking, but the, the level cap is like 100 on all Pokemon. Mm. So you either make the leveling slower, or you have it where you give up those Pokemon, or you can only use certain Pokemon in certain areas. Or they can do something like a um, uh, a leveling mechanic where uh, the uh, Pokemon will scale as you level up. Mm, maybe. That, that'd be so, cool. you, so, so you could have... Um, uh, yeah, Pokemon have evolution levels. So if Pokemon have a um a level okay, just a single level of evolution, they don't level up. If it's like a second evolution, it's like two levels higher than you are. Then if it's a, it's a third evolution, it's three, it's four levels higher. Yeah, I mean they could try that, I suppose. Um, I don't know if because one thing they did um on Fantasy Eight, I think you probably have noticed if you just level up first island, I think that's would level up with you, a scale with you as you level. Up. Oh, to stop you overpowering yourself. Wasn't it? Yeah, Mother Half kind of did that, and she kind of regretted it. <laughs> yeah, your power level, and there's nothing you can do about it. It got uh, to the point where she had done power level, and she would just get like one hit by the weakest things because <laughs> they power level <laughs> like, too. Yeah, it's like um, only have like eight, nine hundred health, and it's like whack. There's like fourteen hundred damage. Bye. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um. It'd be interesting to see what these new Pokemon are as well, because usually there's like a hundred new Pokemon ish. I'm assuming um I'm assuming Meltan be on. Uh, I'd have to assume yeah, because it doesn't fit in with the current the um game. yeah. But would it have a evolutionary form, or is it, it just a? It does. Meltan evolves into Melt something. Melt something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's probably going to be from there. Um, it's not like it's not like Meltoid, is it? Like that? I can't remember. Oh, but uh, speaking of Pokemon Go, they're releasing a coin you can buy for ten thousand. I think it's like a thousand poke coins, and you can change your faction affiliation. So you can turn traitor, basically. So if you were blue team, you could go red team or yellow team. You can do it once a year. And switch teams, but considering I'm in the best team, blue team, always blue yeah. team, I won't be buying that medallion and switching teams. <laughs> I urge everyone who plays Pokemon Go that isn't on blue team. What are you doing? Come and join blue team, <laughs> <laughs> the best team. So yeah, that, that was like a, a weird thing that they added. I, I think it's because people are like, oh, I don't really want to be orange team anymore. No bugger helps me. Because to be fair, that is the one that nobody plays as. So, uh, I think the majority was red team, blue team, yellow team, but like the rags. Yeah, the straggler. Whenever I go around town and play Pokemon Go, when I'm having a wander around the like, town, it's always red and blue. Very, very little in the way of yellow. But, um, yeah, interesting little ad they did to that. So uh, we're going to get on to the Activision Bethesda part of the um, thing. I don't think Bethesda's been mentioned this year. Uh, yeah, week even. Oh, it's not Bethesda, uh, Blizzard even. So. No, yeah, Blizzard. I've not mentioned Bethesda this week. They haven't done anything that we haven't expected so far. Yeah, they've, yeah. 
To be fair, still, there's, still, there's still not, not quiet. St- still no update on the uh, in, in the immortal. Fallout Fallout yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. We, we touched on it earlier that when Bungie parted ways with Activision, and good the, for them, and the stock dipped like drastically, which apparently is still quite low, the stock for Activision Blizzard. Uh, investors went, "The fuck, you're here to make us money," and have gone to sue them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Fucking interesting. We'll see how that goes along. Um, as always with these kind of cases, they don't really have much in the way of actual details until it's resolved or been made. But it will be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, but I think Activision might be able to afford it because they are throwing loot boxes in Black Ops 4, which everyone knew they were going to do. But yeah. apparently they're there now. Too. But uh, oof, their stock their stock has actually plummeted quite a bit uh, since September. They've um like tanked pretty badly. Like yeah, they're currently at forty one point four per share, so it's pretty um abysmal. Oh, Although EA's EA's in the EA's in the again though, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, well, there's a new FIFA soon, isn't there? Well, and plus there's Apex Legends. Well, yeah, the sleeper hit that they had nothing to do with apart from just go, yeah, make the game. They actually had, they were hands off with that one, and you can tell because it's fucking decent. Yep. And it's, that's what happens when you put a game out that doesn't have ridiculous uh, items. And money, stuff. Mon- monetary. Um, I think there is like annoyance. I think there are monetization things in the game, but they're not. It's just cosmetic, though. It's yeah. nothing to do with. Pay to win, and there's no fucking season pass yet for oh, exactly this thing and do this thing and um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, it was about loot boxing and Battlefield, about Black Ops Four. Oh yeah, that um, also they are apparently rumored to be working on the Modern Warfare Two remastered campaign only though. No uh, talk of the multiplayer. Which is a shame, really, because I really want to play Modern Warfare 2. I have both good memories and bad memories of Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. Fucking noob tubes. Annoyed me. But Spaz12 in somebody who was trying to do a 360 no-scope on you is the best ever, especially when you hear them screaming obscenities at you. Ah, you... They're telling you to fucking leave. It's like, use a fucking real gun, you fucking noob. And it's like, it's a shotgun. I just shotgunned you. You're using the sniper rifle. You should have been able to pick me off from a mile away. You decided to get in my face. You're a fucking idiot. You decided to get in my face, stop, jump 316 trying to cap you in the head. You know, you're lost. Yeah, it's like uh, shotgun wins, close range, dummy. But, yeah, so that's kind of a a downer. But I'd play Modern Warfare 2 Remaster. I remember seeing a video on YouTube as well with the um, grenade launchers, and they were kind of... Uh, noob tube and one man army because you could just reload the class that had one man army on, and then you just had a gun with a noob tube, and it always reloaded everything that you had when you did it. And scavenger gave you your grenades back as well. Yeah, but the, the the one I saw was um this guy fired a grenade, it bounced and ricocheted off the wall. It didn't explode. It literally just rolled aimlessly towards this guy's foot around the corner, oh, tapped him, and he died. Yeah, that's classed as direct impact. <laughs> Um, 
they also had Danger Close, which doubled the power of all explosives. So people would <clears> run <throat> one man army, Danger Close, tubes. And you basically, you know, if you were against some twats because they cross map you, they yeah. figure out where the spawns are and then tung tung, and these grenades just land in your, uh, in your in spawn as you were running. Yeah. So it, 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 the frustration was real, but then when you got on a tear in that game, it was fucking good as well. I think the best one I had was um, I had I think I had a, a thirty-two kills, a thirty-two kills in one game, uh, a fifteen and a seventeen kill streak. I think. Uh, <laughs> I played the hardcore match game type, and I got all the way up to twenty-three kills without dying. And Tassi, one of my mates. Realised I was there and shot me so I couldn't get a nuke. But I didn't have nuke on anyway. Mm. But I had enough kills to get a nuke. And he, he betrayed me just to fucking make sure. Because <laughs> basically, how it used to work was, Taz used to go on a tear on Halo 3. Every yeah. time he got on like a kill streak, I'd kill him. So I'd get Killjoy. And he's like, oh man, you fucking asshole. And he'd give me shit every time. <laughs> And he was just like, that's for all the times you killed join me in Halo. And I'm like, you motherfucker! And I'm like going off at him about it. <laughs> because he just did it in the most like straight-faced way. And just went, whoops, bang. Oh dear. He didn't have nuke on anyway. And that's for all the killjoys in Halo. And I'm like, you fucking prick. <laughs> but it was, it was such, a, such fun times in that game. Having like proper arguments with people. Uh, but I'm, I don't understand the, um, the, the, the allure of the nuke on anyway it's basically just like a well no one wins it's, it's a hero shooter that's what it's yeah. evolved into like, I've got these abilities and uh, it's, it's, I played it for a bit and it wasn't great mm. I miss the old school Call of Duty I mean yeah alright you're not flying around with bullshit but floaty jetpacks and stuff but you can tell that's they what, used to be the, in for the best, though. well Black Ops 4 did have them in originally you can tell by how high you fucking jump off the ground. Mm. You jump like 10 feet straight up in the air. In that game. And you can tell that you used to have backpacks, uh, like jetpacks and that. Because the animation is still the same. Because you kind of like, mm. when you hit the top of the thing, you, you're in that kind of float animation. That you have in like Black Ops 3. And it's just like, oh, either you didn't change the animations between those two games. Or you definitely had jetpacks in and you, you took them out last because of the, the fucking absolute grief people were giving Call of Duty and Activision for it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And the fact that the story of the game is there if you dig for it, but it's... Oh, it's so weird. The story of Black Ops 4 is so weird. I had to go watch a YouTube video for them to explain it to me because they spent hours digging all the bits and pieces out of it. Basically, the blackout mode is part of the story. And okay. they are basically making and resurrecting people from past. So, like, people who run around in, like, Menendez skins from Black Ops 2, that is Menendez. Or Alex Mason, that is Alex Mason. Or Woods, that is Woods. Brought back from the dead. It seems like some sort of necromancy in a sense. It's, it's like I said, it's fucking weird. Absolutely fucking weird. But it one of those things. If it had a proper campaign, it would have been explained a lot better. 
but because it hasn't got a proper campaign and because it was kind of just like there in the background it's a lot harder to explain it yeah so it's more of a case of um let the fans decide the law in a sense hmm. um speaking of <laughs> narratives and good narratives uh the next star wars game the uh, jedi fallen order has been confirmed that they're going to announce stuff about it now i saw a, a gamestop uh not a gamestop it was an argos argos advert pre-order now star wars jedi fallen order I'm like, what the fuck's this and i went online and it's like ea were like oh yeah we're going to talk about star wars uh jedi fallen order at this time and put a date up on twitter when they were going to talk about it so it's a real game I don't know what who or what it's about, but it's made by the guys who made Timefall One and Two, Respawn, the old uh, Infinity Ward guys who worked on uh, Modern Warfare One and Two. So those are the guys that you want making a, a single player narrative. Right, AI and single player. What? I, I know. Are, are they feeling all right? It, wait, I thought, I thought um, EA said and, and they I'm, still have I, time. I'm going to loosely it. quote um, EA. Uh, Single-player games are dying. Everything is, everything is um, online, you know, live service. Yeah, but then Doom and Wolfenstein came out and did really well. Uh, God of so War did um, God of War. Really well. Spider-Man came down really, Spider-Man really well. Did really, really well. And they were like, oh shit, maybe we should carry on making them. But they've still got time to cancel it, you know. Well, true, they cancelled the last two. Yeah, 13.13 was uh, announced. They had running gameplay of it. Then they killed it. So, fuck EA. We'll find out what's going on with them. And then the last topic for the evening, one that I saw earlier, on the Master Chief Collection, uh, there's an announcement on the inside Xbox, uh, it's kind of like Nintendo Direct for Xbox. Um, they said that basically they're going to announce something with the Master Chief Collection on the 12th of March. Now, the rumours that they've had in the past is that it's going to be available on Windows eventually. Um that they did say that they wanted the Halo experience to be a Windows 10 thing as well as um would that mean you could um have a cross plane sense and you buy it on one you can play it on the other I fucking hope so I hope that they'll say hey um, if you buy it on Xbox guess what if you bought the digital version you've got it on Windows because I would play it again on Windows because I, I love the Halo games and um I think Halo was my first proper station well, not 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 in a sense. Something to do with um, a narrative where I can actually get behind and understand. Uh, my first proper single player. I played Goldeneye and I played uh, Perfect Dark. Oh, Perfect Dark actually would be the one that had the story that I could follow. I played the original Medal of Honor as well. The very very first one, oh, Underground. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for me, it was definitely like Halo series what got me into Microsoft consoles. Um, they've kept me in Microsoft consoles. And the reason why Spartans in Pajamas exist as well, because of Halo 3 mm. and the Bungie.net. Let's make a, a a group. So this is the 10th year, by the way, uh, in October, when the Spartans in Pajamas group was created on Bungie.net. So this is the 10th year of Spartans in Pajamas. And we're still as disorganized and as fucky as ever. So, uh. You wouldn't have it now. You just completely went 
off then. You wouldn't have it any, any other way, though. Oh, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> I, I want to get Charles and PK on the uh, on the podcast at one point as well. Those guys are hilarious. Those are the those are the other two guys that help co-create the, the Spartans. And while they're not around to like play video games as much these days, because they're busy with real life and women and stuff that I still haven't fully adopted yet, like women and responsibilities past childcare. <laughs> um, they they were instrumental in like making this stable enough for me to run for ten years. Because they're always considered like the OGs. Yeah. Because uh, it was me, him, me, PK, Charles. His, his name's not Charles, by the way. We just call him Charles a lot. <laughs> and he's stuck. Uh, then there was Tazzy as well. There was Fox. But he came along a lot later on. He was like the second year or so when Modern Warfare came out. Second one. Uh, then there was Fox. Uh, I don't think who else is an original Spartan. It's hard because I think Swifty technically is one as well, but we don't talk about Swifty. Lone Wolf, Max. Skit? Um, no, Skit isn't an original Spartan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. You're, you're, well, Skit would be a Gen 2 Spartan if we're going to go in the mm. Halo canon kind of generations. Yeah. You'd be Gen 3. Yeah. Because he came along uh, when I first got on Xbox One. You came along like halfway through Elite Dangerous. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I joined your streams now then. Yeah, but the the PC version would be cool. The other one is that they people are speculating that Halo Reach is just going to be become, become part of the collection rather than be a standalone game. I didn't mind Halo Reach. I I don't mind Halo Reach. I just don't like the multiplayer. Was was that the one that's in in the in the city? Wasn't it? No, that's uh, ODST. That's ODST. Uh, Halo Reach. Uh... Halo Reach is the one where everyone starts dying off through the game. Oh, when you start off at the beginning, is it? When you you got the helmet um, in the ground, shattered right, helmet yeah. in the ground, and then like you you get to that and you find out why it's got there. That's it's not a bad game. I just didn't like the armor abilities in multiplayer. It pissed me off. I could go on a massive rant about how armor lock is a fucking bullshit, uh, cannon breaking mechanic in the game that Bungie forgot to fucking go. Oh, hang on, that breaks our cannon about sticky grenades. Sticky grenades, that once they stick to things, they don't come unstuck. Although if you have armor lock, you can ping it off because apparently that unsticks sticky grenades, yeah. even though it fucking doesn't do it. <laughs> the amount of times I've been denied kills because someone goes, no, armor lock, and just pings a grenade off them in Halo Reach. Um... I, I had a real bone to pick with that fucking game about that. Because armor lock was good because what it did was it, I think it overcharged your shield but it made you immobile and invulnerable for a short amount of time. So if anyone tried to run you over you just went into armor lock and it'd break their vehicle and kill them. <laughs> and any grenade or rocket fire that you would either bounce off or just explode on you harms, harmlessly. So the secret grenades wouldn't bounce on you, it wouldn't get on you if you were in armor lock. Which I accept that, that makes sense. But for you to be already stuck by a grenade and then armor lock pulls it off you, that doesn't seem like it works. Because the grenade's already bypassed the shield, so you overcharging the shield wouldn't help you. It'd make more sense if you had armor grenade stayed st stuck and you take a 
like half damage from the grenade explosion, maybe? Well, 343, when they got hold of Halo Reach when they did the transition between Bungie to 343, they had a playlist where Armor Lock didn't ping the grenade off and you died if you were already stuck and then went to Armor Lock. Which made nice. more sense because people were mo- because people were universally fucked off about it because it did break the lore of the game and the lore of the Halo itself. Because there's a was it a day at the beach on Halo Two? It's like a short movie about the other team that get like knocked out of the sky when that scarab blasts your pelican when you're going into uh, New Mombasa for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and one of them gets stuck on the head with a plasma grenade. He pulls his helmet off and throws it. Because even he knows he can't remove that grenade. So it was back in Halo 2 that that was made canon that grenades don't come off once they adhere to a, a surface. And um, yeah, so if Halo reached a break, that was just everyone got really fucking annoyed about it. But I'm ranting, and we're going to stop ranting. Yes, yeah, it's uh, just over two hours, is it? Or, two hours. Can't, yeah. by, the, by the time we've done the wrap up, it'll be about two hours. So, yeah. um, right. Thank you for coming and listening. Uh, I know Dave's been very quiet after he's had his little bit earlier. But, uh, yeah, thank you yeah. to you, Dave, for coming. If you yeah. want to add anything to the podcast topics in the future, just, you know. Yeah, like I said, this. Put me in, I'll add them in. The way we we're redoing the Spartans in Pajamas podcast now is rather than having three people and maybe a fourth guest, we have me and Dolph, and then whoever wants to come and join us. As long as they at least read the topic list and have an opinion or want to add their own topics, they can come and, and talk to her about it. I know we both have both um, ranted quite a bit. You've not had much of a say, but... Yeah. <laughs> but when you I had, get you've chat- had your good when story. When I get chatting, I don't stop talking. And I'm legendarily for waffling. Yeah, but, um, sure. <laughs> but yeah, that, so that was the, the podcast for this session. Um, if you want to leave any messages... Or questions regarding the podcast at LosG1985 or on Xbox, it's Dolphin Rapture. Yep. Um, with the hashtag podcast or in Dolph's case, hey, question for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will put them in. Also, if you're using the Anchor app, which we use to upload the game, uh, upload the game, upload the, the, the podcast, um, they also have in the Anchor app a way for you to send us a voicemail regarding the podcast so if you want to do mm. that we can play that back through uh discord because i'll just upload it to discord uh channel and then we can all listen to it and all react to it um kind of live but not live yeah like you call in and then we answer your questions uh there and then on the podcast day because as you know we record this live without any edits so we we just fucking wing it yeah we just wing it so um, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight. Not, Not the, the game. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have a good day. Night, evening, whichever. Hey, bye, Dave. Bye. 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 bye.